Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, live from the Clinton County Junior Livestock Show. It is Scott Drew uh, with his uh, weekly appearance on the Mosley Show. And, uh, Scott, it's, um, man, it's uh, fun to be doing this, and uh, you're getting ready to, um, you know, head out to Kansas and and, uh, headed to Lawrence for this game. I mean, it has to feel, you know, after feeling a little bit going through that patch where you had those close games, uh, it's got to be a great feeling right now to get the three in a row, everybody feeling good. Uh, what is kind of the feeling around the team right now as, as you head into this, this big battle uh, against Kansas? Well, it is a lot better than when we lost three in a row. <laughs> That's for sure. But uh, uh, at the same time, uh, uh, we understand how tough this league is. And every game is a war. And uh, you gotta you got to give everything you can to uh, – uh, put yourself in position to hopefully win one and two possession games because when you're in the best league in the country with the best coaches, best players, there's not a lot of separation. You know, I, if I know you, probably you didn't love like the last minute or so of that game because Tech kind of you know tried to kind of hang around. But for the most part, you did something in that game that, you know, in those losses you just referenced, that was the one thing you didn't – you didn't always put the hammer down when you had a chance, and obviously part of that is when you're playing such quality competition. But that was kind of nice to see. You're in a you're in a you know tie. It's it's like a bunch of ties, but y'all kind of kept ahead, and then boy, you hit them with one of those flurries, and that was reminiscent of some of the things y'all have done in the past. I, I would think as you looked at the film and watched that, 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 that I think that's been a good. That was a good moment for the team in this season when y'all did that and pulled away and then put them in desperation mode is basically what you did. When you, when you have a, a 12, 15 point lead with under three thirty to go, four minutes to go, you gotta, uh, like you said, you gotta make sure that uh, it never gets to a one possession game. Now it got to a two possession game. So we'll work on um, keeping it there or hopefully extending. But at the end of the day, um, there is no quit in any of these teams in the Big 12. And you make a run, they're going to make a run. Um, you got to be ready to answer their run and uh, with a run of your own. And, and with us, I think we've gotten to the point where um, we're able to string more uh, quality possessions together where probably earlier in the conference season, offensively, defensively, we were too sporadic. And a lot of that's because of one returning starter, a lot of new guys in the Big 12. It takes time to adjust to the physicality level of play, coaching, scouting reports, all that stuff that goes in there. And uh, with our team, the one thing we've said is we just want to keep getting better each and every day and peak at the end of the year. Um, Scott, can you you seem to indicate, uh, and I know you've talked to uh, local media this morning, you indicated that – you know, you just love Langston's toughness and that he would be okay. One question, is he fine uh, and good to go? And the next is, have you ever seen a man hop all the way off the court like that, uh, which was I mean, pretty <laughs> impressive from an athletic standpoint? 
Mm-hmm. He was working on the strength in that leg. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, um, again, Langston, uh, we never question his toughness unless it's a, uh, something that's really severe. Um, and there's, if it's ever up to him, um, he's got that old uh, 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 throwback mentality. If I'm walking, I'm playing. So um, it'll be a game time decision to see how uh, effective he could be. But uh, uh, as coaches, um, there's no doubt on what he'll want to do. All right. Game time decision with Langston. Talking to Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley show. I, I wanted to ask you about Ray J. Um, he does some things you and I've talked about. I, I, he, he makes some passes and he does, he has some uncommon ability, even some of his, you know, in a big moment at game the other night, that, that one move he had, uh, and Toussaint's such a good player, such a strong dude, but that movie put on him was pretty special. I mean, that, that was, uh, that was Mostly highlight yes. real stuff. Mostly yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have uh, included a scoop at the end of that, but yeah, he was—he uh, really. I mean, that was—it's kind of amazing. How do you, Ray J? Is you have to ask him to do a lot. You've you've done the thing where you had several folks that could bring it up. You've had dedicated point guards over the years, Pierre, Kenny. You know, like I don't sense that you have when Ray J has to come out for a brief rest. It's like. You don't have that quintessential backup point guard. How how do you kind of manage that? Because, you know, he's so important to you. Um, but you. But you also have to have situations where, you know, you can function without him. How have you tried to kind of manage your team and, and, and get that to where it needs to be? Well, I think uh, uh, first and foremost, today, college basketball, NBA basketball is international basketball, basketball in general. Um, it's not bound by positions. Everybody's big in positionless basketball. Everybody being able to shoot, dribble, pass. Um, we have multiple guys bring it up on uh, misses. Uh, makes you'll have one or two guys just so you can get into what your offense is. But um, it, 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 it point guard can be done by committee where back in the day it was, this is the only guy who could dribble. Um, Correct. I mean, uh, um, so with that, uh, Jaden normally takes over and has done a, done a good job. Um, but uh, so many of our guys are more than capable to bring it up, initiate offense. And, and really once you, besides the bringing it up and in, in the initiating offense part of it, um, we have a numerous guys that play off ball screens that play in space. Um, so it, it, it's not, not an issue like it used to be. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of remarkable to watch. And then the uh, – uh, I do also like, you know, for sometimes, you know, at the end of a, a half or end of a game even, especially into the half, you'll kind of ISO him up there. Um, mm-hmm. That was – and you've done it a couple times this year that I can remember. That's kind of a thing of beauty when he can kind of, you know, dribble and you get it down. And I would say, Scott, when you get that clean – dunk to end a half that I didn't really ask you that after the game the other night that was key wasn't it the fact that y'all were kind of down by five or six fairly late in that first half like with a minute or two to go and yet you had a lead at the half for some reason to me that felt a little demoralizing for tech 
and then obviously it gave you all tremendous confidence heading into the second half. Did I read that the right way? Yeah, it's amazing how uh, uh, all plays are such uh, momentum plays, but especially those right before halftime and right beginning the second half uh, can be critical. Um, and one thing about uh, uh, Ray J that makes him uh, uh, such a great point guard is a lot of times when somebody's ISO'd, uh, they think they have to take the shot. And what's great about Ray J is if he has the shot, he'll take it. But at the same time, he's more than a willing passer. And often late shot clock situations, a point guard who passes is, is the most valuable point guard. All right, Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Um, Scott, what you, you love to kind of let some of your veterans talk about certain things, whether it be Langston, Bridges, whoever, um, when you have certain situations like beginning Big 12 play, for instance. Going into the fog is a different experience, and it's probably regarded as the, maybe the loudest place in the country. Hopefully hopefully, uh, um, Foster is going to catch up, and it seems to be on its way. What, what do you – how do you handle that? Like, do you let one of your players – Tell, talk to the other players about the fog experience. Do you address that? What's the? Uh, how do you kind of prepare these guys for that? This type of environment. Well, whatever we do, um, we'll do as a staff. But players, at the end of the day, they always talk with each other. And uh, for our players that have played up there, obviously they've shared their thoughts and opinions on uh, uh, the fog, but. Uh, last I checked, none of their crowd has made any buckets, <laughs> had any assists or any rebounds. So um, they do impact uh, uh, the 13 people on the floor. I heard Kelvin Sampson say that, and that's a great way to state it. Um, but it, at the end of the day, uh, we're going to control what we can control. Uh, last eight meetings, Kansas four wins, Baylor four wins. Last four years, winning his Power 5 program, Baylor, Kansas number two. Um, Big 12 titles, two and three. So um, we've had great games with them, and uh, expect nothing less. All right. And what do you, what do you see from this Kansas team? Kind of rare. Uh, I guess we've seen it in a past couple of seasons, or maybe a couple of seasons ago. I can recall that Kansas had a rare little lull in their season, but they they did drop to six and four. You're sitting there at six and three. And, and really with a huge opportunity here, um, what do you, what do you, what's the key going up against this Kansas team? Because, you know, what we've seen over the year is if they can get downhill and score in transition and get the crowd behind them, they can get on some runs. When you all had success there, you know, obviously the three ball's big, and, and, uh, and then, of course, your defense has been huge. What do you, what do you kind of, what, what have you seen from Kansas that, that jumps off the film? Well, well, um, they're a tremendous passing team, and they do a great job in the uh, number one assist team in the nation. Um, and, and if they have opportunities to share and move it, uh, why they're such an effective two-point field goal shooting team is uh, uh, their passing ability. Um, at the same time, uh, our, our key is make sure we pass to our own guys because there is no defense for transition. And uh, you got to take care of the ball, like you said, because that gets a crowd going quicker than anything. The second thing after that 
is uh, uh, make sure that uh, um, we get quality shots so that we can have chances for uh, offensive rebounds. And then uh, uh, third with them, um, because they're an elite passing team, uh, we got to do a good job uh, uh, making sure we're there on the catch so we're not giving them closeouts to drive and uh, post-ups that, that lead to easy buckets. All right. And are, do you ever, much like, I mean, after a game like that where Misi has a couple of those thunderous and then the one off the dribble dunks that seem to energize the building and your players, do you do you go back and, like, immediately, I mean, those those are kind of the sports center type plays or dunks. Do you, uh, how, how fun, I mean, you have to go break those things down and watch the entire game, I'm sure, frame by frame. But do you ever get to almost experience it like a fan uh, in the moments or hours after the game to just kind of go, man, I'd like to see that, I'd like to see that dunk again? Yeah, it, the, the great thing is we see it every day because, in practice, we have several highlights from him and some of our other players that uh, you're always, I mean, first and foremost, you love the game. And it's great going to practice when you get a chance to see plays like that every day. Um, but when they happen in the game uh, and the crowd gets to see them, uh, it's special for the crowd and obviously makes us awful proud because a lot of those things we work on, like Coach Brooks, Coach Peterson done a great job working with Eve on getting low and attacking the rim on his drive. And then when he gets a chance to do it in the game and not just in practice, uh, you're really excited for him. I think I saw some of Eve's AAU um, former teammates at the game the other night. I saw, um, you know, standing out there. That was kind of neat. And A.B. And, and Tweedy were out there talking. But uh, uh, those are some fun moments kind of after after games. And, uh I mean, Scott, even, you know, watching you leave the arena the other night in that coat, I mean, that is a quality Baylor coat that you had on. I, trying to dress you know, like you, mostly. Trying to dress I, like you. I don't. I haven't found those over at the bookstore, the Baylor bookstore. But, yeah, that looked like a, a very nice coat you had. Scott, I appreciate it. Um, uh, have, a, have safe travels uh, to, to Lawrence, and uh, can't wait to watch. That's a 5 o'clock start tomorrow. Uh, I think game day is going to be in the house, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's going to be a, a tremendous scene there in, uh, there at Kansas. Uh, good luck, and, and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thank you, and uh, uh, thank you, Baylor fans. Appreciate you. All right, Scott Drew, there he is, his weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley Show. NFL Blitz Package coming up next.